Welcome to the How to Find Scholarships podcast. I'm Dr. Treasure Shields Redmond, and I'm known as the debt-free degree expert. I am CEO of How to Find Scholarships Parent Academy. It's a subscription community where busy parents of college-bound teens hire me to teach them how to avoid crushing student loan debt. If you are a busy parent of a college-bound teen and you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling a little frightened, and you need some actionable, clear steps to a debt-free degree, you're in the right place. Listen and learn. Greetings, greetings, one and all. Greetings, one and all. It is I, your debt-free degree expert, Dr. Treasure Shields Redmond. And I wanted to talk with you about some strategies that you should be using if your child is a senior and the financial aid award letter is still showing an incredible amount (laughs) that they want you to pay out of pocket. Uh, I am contacted by parents within this exact same position all the time. And in my um, in my community, I teach strategies that will allow people to improve their situation. So often uh, families apply to schools and they get into this part of the year, February, March, April, um, and they begin to narrow down where they're going to go to college. But as they receive those financial aid award letters, they begin to realize that the schools uh, have not given them a very realistic financial aid package. And they're asking them to pay 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, and more thousands of dollars out of pocket. So what do you do when you have, you know, your kiddo has gotten into some some good programs that match their gifts and goals, but the money is just not matching up? Well, uh, the first thing you need to do, of course, is to file and appeal with the school. Most schools have a financial award appeal process. Inside of our community, um, we have a sample appeal letter. And basically, an appeal letter is a letter that explains why uh, the FAFSA is not an accurate representation of your finances. For instance, the FAFSA um, doesn't ask if you divorced after those taxes from last year were recorded. The FAFSA doesn't ask if you receive bonuses that artificially inflate your income. Um, The FAFSA doesn't ask if you have several other children in private school and so forth. And after you have turned in last year's taxes because the FAFSA, F-A-F-S-A, free application for student aid, after you've turned that in, and those are the numbers that are used uh, when your child is applying to college, the previous year's taxes, 
anything could have happened. Uh, over the pandemic, there were lots of tragic stories. People who lost siblings and had to take in their nieces and nephews or lost spouses and, and lost half or all of the family's income. So, you know, there's a lot that the FAFSA doesn't cover. And what you need to do is find two to four of those items and then share them in a letter um, in order to ask for a clear, uh, measurable increase in the amount of free aid they're going to give you, right? So if you're already receiving an $11,000 uh, founders scholarship, that they give to everyone with a 3.0 or above, you can help your child write a letter that says, you know, the $11,000 is very generous. Um, however, because of this, this, and this, um, I, I, I still have, uh, you know, I still need some assistance with paying for school. Um, can you increase your amount of aid from 11,000 to 14,000, right? So that's the first thing you want to do. The first thing you want to do is uh, file an appeal, and a financial aid award letter appeal. The next thing you want to do is mine those local scholarships, right? But actually, I think I'm going to, we're, we're going to get to mining the local scholarships. Let's talk a bit more because I skipped ahead. I also want you to connect with the department chair at your kiddo's college. Um, they may have not cho chosen a major or they may have, but we're going to pretend that they have. <laughs> and I want you to connect the engineering department, the architecture department, the nursing chair, uh, the English literature chair, the film studies chair, the communications chair, the journalism school chair, and so forth, and ask them if there are uh, major specific scholarships that they can apply for, either on campus or through professional organizations and so forth. Um, it would be best if you could talk to them on the phone and then follow up with an email. Hey, you. Yeah, you, the one listening to this podcast. I just wanted to break in briefly. I'm Treasure, your debt-free degree expert, and I wanted to let you know that you could join the community right now. You could go to howtofindscholarships.info and tap join, and you could be in a community where you find out how to avoid crushing student loan debt. So many families right now are in a terrible predicament. They are still paying their own student loan debt. You might be one of them. And now, mysteriously, their child is 16, 17 years old and about to embark on their own college journey. You don't want them to experience what you've already experienced. So go to howtofindscholarships.info and join today. Um, or send an email saying that you're going to call them on a certain day. And then after you talk with them, follow up with an email. In this process of trying to um, increase the amount of free money that your team gets, you really want to make sure you have a clear paper trail and you're following up all, all the time.
Okay, one more thing on campus. Once you begin to uh, interact with the people on your kiddos campus, I want you to designate one financial aid person that you always talk to, one admissions rep that you always talk to, one person from their uh, department, the chair that you always talk to. This uh, always uh, results in positive outcomes and can often result in more money. First off, every time you contact the school, you're not retelling your story, leaving out parts, and forgetting things. So your admissions rep or your financial aid rep, they get to know you and get to know your case. And I have personally seen people receive scholarships and more aid this way because the financial aid person then is noticing things and think and connecting them to a particular case. So uh, what did we say at first? At first, we said you want to do a financial aid award appeals process. Secondly, on that campus, you want to contact the department chair and see if there are any major specific scholarships. Thirdly, you want to designate contacts. Don't talk to a different person every time you interact with the school. Find one person, keep their number, their email, and only talk to them every time you're, you have questions or need to move through steps in a process. Okay, now we can move to number four, which is mining those local scholarships. I actually just got off a call with a uh, with a member in the parent academy, their child lives in Georgia and their high school, uh, which was really good, put up a Google document that had local scholarships on it. And what's interesting is this, uh, this, the, the young man mentioned that there were a lot of local scholarships that had been put up by their high school. While he was doing something else in our one-on-one -on -one call, I opened up a tab and I searched um, his city plus the words scholarship foundation. And what came up first, um, let me see here. Move this. It's asking, am I still there? Stay in call. Yes, I am still here. So um, what, uh, what happened is that um, once I Googled, uh, it, it, the first thing it showed me was uh, their local city's horticulture uh, or garden club. They were giving away a $1,000 scholarship for kids who were interested in plant science, um, gardening, uh, anything to do with uh, horticulture, or plant science at college, $1,000. Then I went down and the next was the uh, high school's Google document. It had registered on Google. So I said, hey, you're right. Cause I think I just found your high school's uh, Google document. Then the next thing I found was their local branch of the NAACP. They're giving away a scholarship for $2,000. And then finally, um, 
we went on the Google document from his high school and found out that the local Lions Club was giving away a $2,000 scholarship as well. So let's count all of that up. We have the Lions Club for $2,000. We have NAACP for $2,000. And we have the... Uh, the uh, garden or horticulture club for a thousand that's five thousand dollars there are so many families for whom five thousand dollars will really make or break um their choice to go to a school either it would cover what they have left for that first semester or the year or it would significantly put a dent in it to where they could get on a payment plan and pay a couple of hundred dollars a month uh, on the remaining balance or encourage their child to get into work study to cover the remaining balance. Or um, if they're mature enough uh, and good with time management, take a job, you know, near campus and cover the remaining balance. Whatever the situation, uh, mining those local scholarships is key. So just to review, we have financial aid award appeals letter, talking to the department chair. We have uh, designating a contact and making sure you only deal with one person in the areas that you want movement. And then finally, really mining those local scholarships. Because the number of people who uh, are eligible to apply for local scholarships is limited to people in a certain area, those scholarships are often easier to win than the big national ones. All right, so I am so glad to share this information with you. Um, for those of you in the community, we're now going to move to questions. And um, I cannot wait to you know hear your connections questions and specific situations. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the How to Find Scholarships podcast. I'm Dr. Treasure Shields Redmond, and I'm known as the debt-free degree expert. Busy parents of college-bound teens hire me to find scholarships. If you're interested in learning how to avoid massive student loan debt, go to howtofindscholarships.info.